when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. How many shots is that? I thought it was pretty quick. Little, I don't know. I said two shots away at was eight. Nine minutes. So it's like a shot and a half. So you lied. Correct. Being early is just as bad, if not worse, than being late. Yeah, for fucking anybody today. Yeah, I'm, what is it? There's a word for it. It's, uh, I was gonna say black, but it's like time intolerant or something like that. Black was the word you thought? Because of the, the whole black people time thing. Where that's stereotyped of black people just show up whenever they want. But then this is... But then that's everyone. Now, apparently now it's everybody. Because it's turned into like a legitimate disability. There's a a term for it. There's a... And it's race aside, there's a term for it. It's like time allergic. (laughs) There's no way. You're time time allergic. Oh, is it... Is this it? Time blindness. I think it's... it's, I, I think it's that. Time... Blindness. Time blindness is a difficulty with the perception of time, how much time has passed, how much time is going to take to do something. It can be quite impairing to people. Which then, it's like related to ADHD, which is really just dopamine insensitivity because you're constantly fucking stimulated by everything. Yeah. So it's fucking, it's not bullshit, but it's easily fixable, yet there, it's not, it's just, you're not gonna have If that's people. what time blindness is, what do you think it looks like to be time deaf? <sighs> you can't wake up to alarm clocks. You sleep through alarm clocks. That's most people also. You, you physically cannot hear time. <laughs> There's a thing. It personified an alarm clock of it just wants you to wake up. It is neither good nor evil. It just thinks it's serving its correct purpose. And people always get mad at alarm clocks. And it's not even just the purpose it thinks it's supposed to be serving. It's the purpose you told it to serve. Yeah. It's like muggy, but with, hey, wake me up. And then you beat the thing that wakes you up. Look what you made me do, but express through hitting your alarm clock. You did this. <laughs> so what's it called when you can't touch something? Oh, uh, what do you mean? When like, you can't feel, when you can't feel. Well, tactile is like the sensation of Tactile like, dysfunction. Something like that. I have the tactile dysfunction. Tactile intolerance. Our friend can't be licked by dogs. Two people. Two people. Our friend's younger, uh, fucking Spencer, his girlfriend, can't be licked by dogs. And Diff, our friend, it's not an objective can't, but it's how much effort they're like willing to go out of the Like dogs try and then it's, it's like impossible. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it's uh, A lot of people don't like to be licked by dogs. My extension of that is like cows, because they have weird sandpaper grit tongues. Yeah. Because they're cool, and they're cows. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't like dogs, you're going to hate my pet cow. <laughs> That's always... All he wants to do is lick you. This has you. been such a common thought when I've experienced a friend try to avoid being licked by a dog. It's like, God, if I had my pet cow with me... <laughs> That's what I would do. I, I don't to know. what extent will he avoid getting licked? He'll like hit it, which is like that's not that's just one wrong. Well, it's not like he's like picking it up and throwing it against the wall. I don't <laughs> think he's hitting it that hard. I think it's more of like a swat to get it away. Yeah, but you can just be. He's like, not like standing up and kicking it as hard as he can. I think <laughs> we all need to go back to sixth grade music, and it's a collective experience throughout the world. Oh, I'm to- sure. Everybody's sixth grade music teacher telling us about the origin stories behind Good Vibrations. And it's the one of the Beach Boys' moms was like, 
don't kick the dog. He responds to vibrations in your feet. <laughs> and then they would stomp. And then if you do that around any dog, they freak the fuck out. So isn't really, it, that's it all you need to do to get a dog to stop doing it. In anything. our school specifically, teachers were kind of allowed to just say whatever they wanted. <laughs> yeah, that was the last portion. It was weird because my uncles told me stories about whatever. It'd be high school in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Teachers just being kind of mean, but also seemingly, not seemingly, but like literally prescribing a sense of maturity to their students and talking to them as though they're people. Right. Whereas that really wasn't shown to us until senior year. But I mean, in even like ninth grade, you would have teachers talking to students and like holding, ascribing to them a sense of responsibility that a young adult would have. Mm -hmm. That is just not the case anymore, which is an extension to the job market of people freaking out that at this interview, I said, I, I suffer from time blindness. And my boss is like, suck it, Zoomer, and didn't hire me. <laughs> like, no shit. No shit. That's the correct response. Well, can, and well, the one problem about me is I'm not going to be reliable, and it's because I have an illness. <laughs> like, okay, I don't need you. It, well, in five years, it's going to be a recognized illness, and you can't not hire someone because they have time this, blindness. This isn't sustainable. This is very, very bad. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. There's a thing I started reading. It's a book from... Oh. There's a thing I started reading. It was a book, in case you were wondering. Those things you read. <laughs> I know there's a lot of things you can read. It could have been a tablet or a scroll. It was a book. And it's every time. And it's not even like Libido Dominandi was bad. It's just a fucking 550, 600 page essay written by somebody much smarter than me. So it's You're just like, reading like a peer reviewed paper. Yeah, it's like a lot. And it's there's history to it. And it's really interesting. But it's you can tell that like this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's an academic. You read and one I, sentence and you're like, uh-oh, there's a word in there gonna, I don't understand. This is not, not going to end well. The, the vocabulary wasn't even the, the problem. It's like so every fucking sentence was so dense with information. Yeah. In this book, it's the same fucking Walden thing. Where you try to read Walden, you're like, God, I am dumb. <laughs> and it's the same. This thing's from the fucking, I don't know, 1890? And I'm reading it in like half the fucking words. I'll look up and Google's like, archaic. And I'm like, <laughs> You can't be using this shit in your book. Well, no it wasn't archaic you when they used it. <laughs> you nerd. In 30 fucking years time, half the words in the book have just never been heard. Or he'll make references to shit and that are biblical. Like there was some, like comparing society or what people are shooting for to the gardens of Jerusalem. And there's some fucking word for that that's like a specific term if you look it up in Google. It's like, oh, that's what these are. I'm like, of course. How, do, how did I forget what the gardens of Jerusalem were called? Yeah, I was reading Fuck. The Divine Comedy, and that's a that's a pretty difficult read. Uh, that scares me hearing you say that. <laughs> At least you might. I can, I can get I'm it, but to, I do have to read it a little bit slower than I would normally read. I'm able to context clue most of it, but it still doesn't give me the satisfaction of you know, fully reading something and yeah. being like, okay, I, I want to learn what the fuck it means. And I really wonder if there's a market out there. I know it kind of wrecks the original work, mm -hmm. but... Well, people do... You have to... Sorry for interrupting you, because I can kind of tell your yeah. style of thoughts going with this, but you also have to understand everything today 
is like that girl from fucking South Africa that I met. She got here and she said college is so boring. And I said my my fucking best friend dropped out of college because it was too easy. And everything today has to be made for the dumbest person to right. understand it. And like other than STEM, which you know they try to get people into STEM that definitely shouldn't be there. And that's not <laughs> saying that women or minorities shouldn't be in STEM. It's like you're gonna want to have a baseline interest in this shit anyway, because it, one, it's not fucking interesting, and two, if you're interested in it, you're gonna have, you know what I mean, you're gonna be more inclined to pursue learning about it. Of like, if you just don't give a shit about math, you're gonna be a fucking engineer. Yeah, you're gonna. It just helps to be into it by default, right? But I think where you're going is right with this of retranslating books into modern English, because they already ruined fucking. They ruined the Bible. They reword like even the '70s versions of the Bible are massively different from like passages are changed and right. stuff like that. So I. I <sighs> I, I guess just, it depends, though, because I think that's already happening. I think books that people want retranscribed in more modern speak are already having that, ha- like, change. You think so? Yeah. Then again, the a Kindle kind of gets around it, too, where you can hold on the word if you're reading it digitally. Mm-hmm. And then it'll just, you know, define, and then you'll fucking click that. Well, and part of it, though, is not necessarily the wording that's used. It's how a lot of it is written. Where it's very, like, the Odyssey and the Iliad and stuff like that are written very poetic in in yeah. the sense where it's like, if you don't really understand the prose, you probably won't understand how to read it. Mm-hmm. And That's because fair. it's written like that, the, the wording is kind of jumbly and weird if you don't know how to sort of translate it in your head. And I think people should just know and be smart enough to read it how it's written because if you really try you can understand it yeah but i think there is a market for dumber people that want to read this because there's people that'll be like i'll just watch the odyssey movie or whatever you know it's supposed to be good that was one of the movies that was uh there's some dumb thing i found not dumb thing it's probably just neutral at its base but there's modern interpretations of the odyssey that aren't as bad as like the one that made romeo and juliet where mercutio is a flamboyant african it's like really that's that's what we're doing with this that's your take on romeo and juliet i think leonardo <laughs> dicaprio's in that movie either tom hanks somebody washes up on a beach i think it's the continuation of titanic and you think titanic ends that's that's what people have talked about where he ends he's okay <laughs> And is, is now fucking. And now he's in Venice Beach, yeah, California. Really weird currents that year. <laughs> when he he's surrounded by gay black men. <laughs> I think that's how the movie is. I'm not, I can't remember. It's anything. one gay black man in the movie. He's surrounded by which them. Which to Italy is like a thousand people. He's not in all... Italy. Close enough. It takes place in Venice Beach, California. Does it? Yeah. That explains a lot more. <laughs> then there should be thousands. Because that's like they're kind of like cool, quippy joke or whatever. Because, you know, Romeo and Juliet starts with the line of like, we lay our hands down on the shores of Venice or something. And they're like, we're still in Venice, dummies. Oh, no. It is something that shallow. It's a literal fuck. There's a couple modern interpretations of Romeo and Juliet. One's Romeo like, and Juliet? That is a thing. <laughs> That's probably better than that fucking movie we had to watch for English. Sherlock Gnomes. Is Watson in that one? I hope so. I've never seen it. I think it's a direct sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet. I think both of us are lacking in the amount of gnome-related media we've been taking in. Yeah, I've I've been really lackluster lately. My pretty 
consistent lower mood is I've I've, I've <laughs> lessened yeah. the amount of gnome media I've been taking. That in. might explain mine too. I'm more temperamental. Yeah, usually you're hypermanic. Yeah, it was because of the gnome of content. The gnome. So stupid. <laughs> Honestly, I woke up this morning. Odyssey? Is that what you said? Yeah, Odyssey, oh, no. I woke up this morning, and I put on my pointy gnome hat, <laughs> and I just wasn't feeling it, and I took it off, and that's, I think, the first time ever that I was like, I shouldn't be wearing this. A gnome hat's like those Asian anti-sun hats, but it was a prototype. Before but, they, like, had, but someone accidentally smushed it. Yeah, we need this hat to be more like our eyes, and then they flattened it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it worked. Well, I, I, hey, if it works, it's not racist. It's practical. They know what they're doing. Racist? Plus, no, still. it's not. It was made by Asian people. That's, it's, you can't be racist to yourself. They know what they were doing. Just saying an Asian said this doesn't make it not racist. <laughs> it completely gets rid of the, the fact of is it or isn't it racist. Hey, so I uh, I know a Japanese guy, and he was telling me the other day, he's like, why do all these people got slanted eyes? And <laughs> like, what just... do you mean? I'm still the one saying you have no proof that a Japanese man <laughs> no, said this. I do believe you, though. You wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> Surely if you're, you're racist, you'd at least have the moral character to not lie to me. <laughs> at the very least, we know that racists are honest. And I've met Japanese people, and they all hate Chinese people. And I say, what's the difference? That's really me speaking as a Korean. Oh. <laughs> You're, like, caught in between the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how there's so much generational hate between, what is it, Thailand, China, Japan, and Korea, and then... The rest of the Asian countries are kind of in this weird ether where I don't think Vietnamese people and Cambodians hate each other, even though they're really close. Yeah, like the Middle Asian people too, like the Middle Asians and then the the uh, the Ocean Asians that aren't Japan. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I wouldn't assume maybe maybe Filipino people. I don't and think Ocean Asian is the right word. Well, it's oceanic or <laughs> oceanic. You, you got it. Yeah, it is a thing. <laughs> There's a weird, that's a, oh god, there's a section of, <laughs> of the Rayman Rabbids game. Oh no. That, that, <laughs> that for some reason. The Rabbids are dead. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> they got, they were, they're hanging out with Erica that day. They got hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why, I don't, I do not understand what the game was about. But for some reason, I think the level select was like, boom, world view. And it's like North America, South America, and it's going, and then it's like, ooh, Australia. And instead of just saying Australia, it's like Oceania. I so think... I, I think you're... I don't... Especially if that was told to you by a Pacific Islander, I don't think that was racist. I really think that Oceania should be considered the continent and not, not Australia. Australia. Yeah, that is kind of shit. Because then you say, uh, what continent is New Zealand a part of? And it's not a part of Australia. No. It's part... You you ask what part of... What continent is New Zealand a part of? And people say, well, it's in Oceania. Yeah, which isn't... So it's that's the continent then. We gotta, we gotta bring this up to somebody. Maybe, because, like, that's the name of the region. Why can't you just say all of these islands at one time were a Pangeic form, even if it's a lie? Say these islands specifically were all boosted together after everything else separated. Yeah, it's weird how that was. I guess they were just probably mountain peaks. Isn't that what islands are? I guess not. Can you swim under an island? Oh, this is weird. I don't know how islands Do islands formed. go all the way just, down? Do they just float? <laughs> 
They can't just float. There's no way that's how they work. There's no way. How do, what are islands? This is so weird. There's, it's impossible. They're just mountain peaks. That's crazy. They have to be. Wait, do islands not? float? I don't know. I don't know because islands are formed from the fucking the volcanoes and stuff sometimes. So it has yeah. to be. But how's the sand there? What's the sand sitting on? Oh, oh. I think we've uh, we've ruined your brain. I have to look this up. There's no way they float. I I'm saw, not caught up on I the saw, island lore. I saw a picture of a ship today. Titanic. Um, I was gonna say vivisected. Titan? But uh, 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 potential R. Vivisected. It was a cross section of a cargo ship, and I kind of understand how they float now. Do you? Because I thought they were just rectangles, but they're not. No. In there, it's, you it's, thought a boat was just a rectangle? It's a certain boats, certain rectangular boats, I thought. And it's like a rectangle. It, has rec- it looks like a rectangle. From the surface, it's a rectangle. Mm-hmm. From the parts you see, the parts that your brain can acknowledge, it's a rectangle. And believe it or not, under, the boat curves. Under the water, it turns into like a little a little boat V. Yeah. And that that must do... I think it has something to do with that That, must, that must be how it flows. They must make that part out of wood. I thought it was flat. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, the islands... <laughs> Maybe islands are built like that. How? I think islands curve underneath. Like, if you were to go under Australia... Do islands float? It's a big thing. The question asks if islands float on water. The only island, if indeed it is an island, that floats on water is the ice that forms from the North Pole. That's not what I'm looking for. Floating islands, that's from the Mississippi... Mississippi State University. I just want to know. Like, the the Epstein thing. Let's bring up him, because he's still alive and well... Probably. You think? And he's somewhere in Israel. Or in South America. <laughs> that would be a really weird... That's usually where Why would he be in people. Israel? Because he was Jewish. And he was involved with the Mossad. The Mossad was intertwined with Jeffrey Epstein. And it's probably related to blackmail. And you think after everything he went elite. through, Israel's going to take him back with open arms? The thing is, is he doesn't... I don't think they lose anything by killing him. You know what I mean? It's just... It's realistically right. the people that if he would know about... It. He's like, I got enough money. I can just dip out of here. And they're like, well, it's just again, easier if you're dead. Yeah. I guess if if you're involved with child trafficking and blackmailing people of elites, you're not going to have the moral character to keep the guy alive that was basically the, the puppet, the fall guy for this whole thing. Yeah. But either he's alive and well or just dead and dead. not so well. Yeah. Those are the two choices. I mean, you don't think he's alive he's and dead. not doing he's well? He's probably dead and a lot happier. No, he's probably pretty happy when he was alive, let's be real. Well, until You're he was a lot of money. Yeah, but I mean, for that level of success, for however old he was, let's let's ask Jeeves, because I still don't know how islands work. This island looks like it, you could swim under it. Do islands connect to the center of the earth? Teach me something. Oh, it's a turtle. It's a big sea turtle. I... The only Native American that knows how to use the internet fucking made that image, apparently. Because that's a creation story. That's that's it. That's that's what they said in North America was. Are the continents giant islands floating on the ocean? Are the continents are giant turtles? Well, neither. There is a third option. Islands sit on the ocean floor. They are connected to the crust. So you can't swim under them. An island is basically a mountain underwater with a top poking out. There we go. Cool. So... So, a North America is just a really big mountain? Which is, yeah, I saw a thing of, I think it was Antarctica, without ice, is still pretty sizable. Which is, like, impossible to grasp. It's the same thing with how the glaciers were here, and they were, like, a mile high. Yeah. Not even that long ago, like, 11,000 years ago. 
Yeah, I remember that. And that's crazy. And it's impossible to think about. It's to have a, like an actual conceptualization of that. And the same thing. Yeah, with unless a, you've seen it. With Antarctica. Yeah, exactly. With your eyes like I have. Okay, you don't have to rub that in. Maybe uh, maybe I'm trying, to, I'm trying to rub it into your eyes. How thick? Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Let's see how old he was. Do you think he... Turns out he was a sex Never offender. mind. That's weird that he doesn't. It doesn't say he was a financer first. He was a sex offender <laughs> and finance <laughs> financer. He was sixty six. Yeah. So for like sixty four of his years, and there was that early two thousands thing where the government kind of knew he was doing weird shit, but then there was some money involved. Cause of death ruled as suicide. That's what it says in Wikipedia. Not suicide. It's just they ruled s- as officially suicide. ruled That's as weird. suicide. Yeah, you got 13 months prison for, uh, in 2008 for procuring a child for prostitution. Would you think that would just be a bullet? you think you'd just kill that person if there wasn't right. deeper connections to that. But that's kind of... like, I'm willing to take the risk that this is a false accusation. <laughs> and you're just gone, and we're not going to worry about it. The crazy thing is, Alan Dershowitz, the lead mole man, who is, I think, still alive. I, I think- was going to ask if you think... Epstein ever ate a peanut and I was allergic to it and then had to use his Epstein pen. <laughs> I don't want to know what was in his Epstein pen. <laughs> Child semen. Probably. It made him feel invigorated. But everybody important uses Alan Dershowitz, the lead mole man. Of course. Who's 84 as their lawyer. And he's still active? This guy was also at Epstein's Island. Yeah. But every celeb, like literally, this isn't hyperbolizing. Every high end case, this guy somehow shows up, which is fucking because he wins. Yeah, but this is somebody who, even as a lawyer, has to have knowledge about shit that nobody should know, and is still alive and kept alive to where this guy being at Epstein's Island makes sense. So he's part of like at least the yeah. They they want him alive because they're like, we don't have to keep telling new lawyers all of this stuff. You're cool with it. Yeah, you're good at it. You're corrupt. And you already know what's going on, and we can blackmail you if you lose. Which is like, maybe that inspires his great work ethic. Oh, <laughs> he his entire family he's, will be he's actually, if he loses. He's actually not a corrupt lawyer. They just told him one time, and they're like, well, now you've got to continue, and you've got to win. He's really honorable. Yeah, he's actually is, like a really good which guy. Which is something you wouldn't think would be true for an, a lawyer for the elites. But he's a terrific person, apparently. <laughs> he's like, I, I just... I will do your thing, just leave me and my family alone, and uh, just don't get me f- any further involved. Yeah, he's probably just uh, probably there for a tan at Epstein's Island. I think he went to Epstein's Island after. At it wasn't point, even something he wanted to do. He's like, I, p- I would rather not go there. Whether or not you're... I guess the point makes... I'm, gonna, I'm defending Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> go, yeah, it's, he seems like, yeah, this is a pro, potentially pro Alan Dershowitz podcast under the presumption that he's just fucked assuming that he's a good dude yeah. if he's if it comes out later that he's not he we thinks, will rescind yeah he thinks oj actually didn't do it which he just actually truly believes that he could yeah he could just be very good at tricking himself <laughs> he's good at everything lying to himself. everything not he's told he, he's like that sounds about right <laughs> not only is he good at lying to the jury he's also good getting nicotine pain that's yeah, all <laughs> Lying to himself—that's <laughs> why he's such a good lawyer. He's, he's so been good at manipulation. Forever, <laughs> so good at manipulation that he gaslights himself. He's like, I'm seven five. 
a million pounds. <laughs> They're really weird delusions. I killed Arnold Schwarzenegger. No one has. He's still alive. He's still, yeah, he's functioning. <laughs> but the part of this book is, at least the start of it's the premise that everything is essentially... My interpretation of it is a prison for what people should actually be like. And the whole part of that stems from civilization and religion and governments and stuff like that. Where before farming, it hasn't gotten to that point in the book, but it can be like extrapolated to that. Societies wouldn't have existed like this. Every set of rules, every set of regulations, everything imposed on you is meant to be there. Because it, it works at keeping people docile. And whatever, you know what I mean? So we're technically a sovereign person or a free citizen. It's funny because it talks about that, which this fucking book is written in like 1890. And it talks about in 1890 of how sovereign citizens were laughed at then. And it's like nobody takes sovereign citizens. And that's like the meme YouTube shit of some guy tries to not get arrested, which he's a fucking idiot to not know. It's the problem is it's also somebody who's done like terrible things. So they find like a child <laughs> rapist, <laughs> and the the cop just there's, there's smoke, there's weed smoke and crack pipes falling out. It's like those driving under the influence ads where you roll down the window and beer pull fucking just pours out of the window. <laughs> it's this guy, but with crack pipes. So he's he's committing a crime. And then his response to the officer is, I'm a sovereign citizen. And the guy's like, oh, have you met my fucking canine dog? <laughs> <laughs> the guy just gets the shit eaten out of him. And, and not in a good way. Yeah, not in the way he would like. Because he's a <laughs> weird, perverted freak. And then eventually he's like, oh yeah, this I don't just live in my head. But it's funny that sovereign citizens in 1890 were essentially memed as a joke. Yeah. And now it's even more... But every... Fucking point brings up in 1890 is worse now in people than it was then. And this guy had the foresight in 1890 to write all this shit. Be like, we really have been, you know, just essentially you're just falling in line with systems that, you know what I mean? It's whatever. You're addicted to it because it's some level of comfort. To where Jesus, when the Romans existed in Christianity. The Romans don't exist anymore. Italians are a shell of what they could be. <laughs> the mob was the last great They haven't people. reached their full evolution, which was the Romans. But Jesus back in the day, which is something I, I guess I always kind of knew, but never really thought about, you know, in detail, would have been the counterculture. Probably had, oh, yeah, he I was thinking maybe he had a dirty big dong. Of this guy's like, oh, love, man. And then he gets crucified, and then his apostles are like, you know how we could save him? Fuck him. <laughs> Jesus is probably like, hey, save me. From this. And everybody's like, you think Judas is going to share that money with us? Maybe. Let's let's see what happens when Jesus dies. And then Judas goes, no, I'm not going to share the money with you. They go, okay, well, then we're going to go save Jesus. And then they go and he's dead. And they're like, oh, no. But if you think about he's it. He's going to be so mad when he comes back. <laughs> and then he shows up and he leaves. You know, Jesus is not, I think we won. We did the right thing. Not because we're corrupt and I'll shallow. Never, but I'll never understand left. that. He's, I don't know why he didn't he stay. Why even come back why alive? Why did Jesus leave? Just to flex. The son, of, <laughs> the son of God had an ego, apparently. It's like, why I've done my job. I'm out. Didn't Jesus stay? I'm going back stay? to India. Why didn't Jesus stay on Earth? This is by Billy Graham, which was, I think his son was, either or it was Billy Graham. The problem is with all these preachers and shit, they have 40 kids that are also named Billy Graham. You know what I mean? They're all named after, which is, one is wrong. Why didn't Jesus stay on Earth after his resurrection instead of going up to heaven? Answer, blah, blah, blah. 
Jesus Wait, so he won. died and then he came back and then he went to hell. So he killed himself after I am he came with back? You for only a short time, then I go to the one who sent me. Which is probably can be extrapolated on whatever happens after death, if that just happens to everybody. Of you go back to whatever consciousness hub you were at before you were born. Why did he even bother coming back? Didn't he just go That's to heaven when he underst- died? I guess just to show people that he could. But then again, <laughs> God also resurrected a lot of people in the graveyards of Jerusalem. In like the Old Testament, tons of people were brought back from the dead. I don't think those yeah, people but they did, stayed alive. did any cool shit. That I don't know. I don't because you think, you think they be, all left too. You think they'd be well? They probably just just died again because <laughs> you'd be you'd be fucking malnutritioned because you're dead. They're all buried. They're six feet under, and then they come back to life and they just suffocate. The main reason <laughs> because the work God had given him was finished. Oh, so he it was just a bulleted list he was checking off and then left. So it wasn't because all Jesus, right, grow up, become a carpenter, check. Do turn weird. water into wine, check. Walk on water, check. Make um, a bunch of friends with whores, check. <laughs> Go to India, have some fun, check. Uh, get killed, check. Come back to life, check. I'm Go, done. Go see dad. And then it's so he didn't do it because he's good. He was just completing a list. He was just hyper autistic. And do it, <laughs> he got off on finishing lists. <laughs> and then it talks about in the book about how people that really ascribe to religion are always the lowliest of people, like prostitutes, criminals, stuff like that. And it talks about that in the basis of Christianity. So where this whole fucking power structure of religion, whatever, it, and it's why it's so intertwined with every fucking religion and governments are so close, no matter if they say the bullshit separation of churches and state, to where really people don't. It's it's still that fucking, I guess, curiosity element of it, of, like, what are people supposed to be like and function like? Because we're all in... It's it's just worse now. They say it's separation of church and state, but where do you think the church is built on? The state. Or an island. <laughs> a turtle? It's on a floating if turtle. We need to find the, the one church that's on a turtle, and then we're okay. But there was also... The, then you bring up, in your head, you're like, yeah, the internet, nobody can fact... No, there was no... There was no Snopes back then. Well, to there fact was. Check it was just stuff. a guy, though. It was, it was a guy named Snopes. In his interpretation of this old Norse, I didn't understand it. Oh, I, I I read it, understood it, and I'm like, okay, let's see if we can find the fucking story he's talking about. Because then it's asterisks under this thing of like old Norse folktale. Footnotes upon footnotes. And you read about it, and stuff's kind of close, and the whole thing was some bullshit. Or, like, the f- fucking philosophy behind it was the benefits of bravery and stuff like that, of just making your own way. Because these gates, you would have to be let in and solve a bunch of these riddles, which the guy ends up doing in the thing. And then, eventually, the gates would only open for himself. Or for the, the guy shows up, uses a fake name, solves all the riddles. After he finishes the 13 riddles, the guy at the gate's like, well, you did really good at the riddles, but you're not the person we're looking for. And he's like, actually, I am the person... <laughs> you're looking for i was fucking lying because i thought you'd be mad and then the gates open up but in the his this author's interpretation of it he just said the gates open up and then the gates did and it was accepted by this queen because he just told the gates to open up and just didn't give a shit what people thought and that's maybe there was in 1890 a type like the real version of this myth is supposed to be like that but everything on the internet now is like <laughs> we don't know there's just one story about it We don't know history things. This is the internet. This is for current things. And then people say shit. It's kind of the meme-esque thing of, uh, I really, the burning of the library of Alexandria, what was lost, blah, 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 all the shit like this. Of like, there's stuff you can look into modern day that 
kind of fills that curiosity thing that nobody does. I think Brutus was in the library and he was smoking a joint and he accidentally lit some old dry papers on fire. Oh, it had to be the dustiest environment. It's like <laughs> a library in the desert and you think that's not going to burn down? I think he took he took a little stogie and he <laughs> took he, took yeah, he a tossed l- a roach and it fucking <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It hit the the scrolls. No, those are the those are the those are the driest dry scrolls. <laughs> dry scrolls threw, in the library. I threw my my cigarette butt on the dry <laughs> scrolls. It's like, fuck it. Let's just lie and say some bandit showed up. <laughs> so Brutus, what, what, what's up? You were supposed to be watching to make sure nothing happened. I don't know. They must have snuck around back or something. Not only did nothing happen. I didn't think anyone would light the dry scrolls. <laughs> Not only did nothing happen. I'm high. <laughs> Whoa. Is there weed stored in the library? <laughs> the whole story doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> so that's the rabbit hole I've been going down. Is trying to. It's akin to that whole want to read the Bible and then never do read it all it. the translations in the, the Bible. I found a Bible because there there was a, a where there's a Bible, there's, there's a, a way. way. I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I tell it's authentic. It's, it's like, is it real gold or fake gold? There's a certain atomic mass to it. There's mm-hmm. also an atomic mass to it, Bibles. You can tell if they're fake oh. or not. What is so a that's fake that's, Bible? That's where the saying comes from. Is it? It's, what? Is that where the saying comes from? Yeah, where, there, where there's a Bible, there's a way. That's why they say that. I didn't know that. I have that thought about whatever, reading the Bible and then trying to fucking go through and figure out the meanings of it. Which now is kind of overweighted by the fact that it might just all be bullshit and I've just... <laughs> you know, maybe this isn't the, the I, path to take. I'd write a fake Bible. <laughs> but I don't think... Oh, it's it's so boring. There's so much people just don't stop talking in the Bible. It's like a fucking 800-page conversation with schizophrenics. Like if you go to a homeless man and just listen to him, he's like, "Yeah, the state hospital closed 50 years ago, so I've just been here at this median with a sign." And if you just listen to him long enough and write it down, I think people would. If you like, "Hey, I made a new Bible." And it's just the ramblings of a schizophrenic man that has some just slight grasp on the spirit world, but can't really fully grasp it. That's about as good as the Bible is. Because there's so much fucking information in the Bible. And if people are like, hey, I uh, I need help in this situation. Is there anything in that in the Bible that would help me with that? And you're like, let me check. And you open the Bible for about fucking half a second, and you're like, nope. There's not. Because you'll read one word there's and immediately nothing be disinterested. here. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been reading this conversation about corn that goes on for about <laughs> seven pages. So that's that's all this section's about is corn. Well, it's important. It's biblical corn. I would eat some biblical corn. You think it'd still be good? Yeah. Like if it was biblical times corn that was grown and then it was like fossilized. I gotta find this. It's funny that we're, we record these. Cause this is, this that is, is hilarious. It's good to have a medium because one of the first symptoms of this pml thing developing which is it could be a little flip-flopped with whatever parts are developing in it because if it is this it would explain the muscle weakness that i've had for the past like week or so where it's been like really noticeable one of them is uh inability to compose thoughts or whatever the fucking medical word for they you know like well, yeah compose is a music word so they wouldn't use that in medicine so it's, it's probably the inability to have thoughts goodly it, it might word for word say that. 
Visual speech and sometimes personality changes. So as long as the podcast, maybe the problem is once the podcast is good, I'll know I have nine months left to live because that'll be probably (laughs) stemming from a personality change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Then I'll get excited that (laughs) the podcast will be good. (laughs) Yeah. And you won't be here. We're really going to have to batch record in those nine months. It's probably going to be the first five months, because then I'm going to sound like fucking Forrest Gump for the past, <laughs> the latter four months. That's even better. Everybody's like, this guy sounds like Tom Hanks. <laughs> I got, I'll, Is I'll, that t- it's Colton Jacobson and Tom yeah, Hanks start every podcast. episode off, I'll be like, welcome back to another episode of Two Gleeps. Uh, I'm Colton Jacobson here with my co-host Tom Hanks, <laughs> in character as Forrest Gump. As himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Forrest That's Gump so is the only movie that stupid. Tom Hanks did not act in. I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> if there can be instead of senior quotes, you can put a fucking death quote on your tombstone. You, do you, I'm sorry, you were gonna put a senior quote on your tombstone. If I make it to 65 or older, yeah, but I don't think that's gonna be the case. <laughs> I'm gonna say that now. When yeah, relatives yeah, start dying, I said, "Do they do they say what they wanted for their senior quote?" <laughs> they put a senior t- quote. Tombstone. I do think that's a feature that tombstones should have: is last words. I want digital tombstones. <laughs> I'll ruin that. I'll completely subscribe to the new technology <laughs> hell we're in if I can have a list of quotes. Just have a two gleeps episode playing constantly. <laughs> You it pay, just shuffles you pay the, the graveyard to market it into there. <laughs> it shuffles the pod every time somebody <laughs> stops, and it's really loud. <laughs> and I want it to be right by where the newborns are buried, so that <laughs> there's a bunch of there's a bunch of fresh, like fucking parents crying, and then they hear a really loud podcast. They're in a, like a somber silence, and they're kind of staring at the tombstone or whatever and then you just hear gleep <laughs> this has been a zhg production like what the fuck is that <laughs> it scared the shit out of teenagers doing weird shit in graveyards at fucking midnight everybody goes there to do weird teen sex this shit weird and gleep gave me this stopwatch <laughs> what was that that's Where'd what that george come called from? him a gleep <laughs> Oh, there could be gleeps here. We gotta leave. We gotta blast. <laughs> we gotta, guys. We're we're undesirable teenagers. We gotta blast. I need to start saying that more. <laughs> saying I gotta leave. I gotta blast. It's like, hey, where do you want to eat dinner tonight? And you're kind of sitting there in silence as you're both thinking, and you go, brain blast. <laughs> you start bleeding out of your ear. <laughs> I'm going to go to Red Robin. That happened now, and I always... Bleeding out of your ear? The nosebleed thing has somewhat returned, which, sadly, seems to be pretty commonplace after I do snuff. And I told the... I I went to the fucking doctor for something, and they said, do you smoke? I said, I I do fucking sniffable tobacco, but it's it's almost... Sniffable? It's almost not worth putting on there because it's like twice a month i've had the same can for like 10 months which definitely i don't think is a lifetime for those cans (laughs) i do it's very minuscule amounts back there we won't even count it i'm like nice but if it is causing symptoms i don't know do you think the problem is is it can happen without it if i'll be about to fall asleep 
And then immediately, right nostril, always right nostril. It's like, no, time to bleed. It's like, this is, no, I need sleep. I need to get my four hours in. I think you should go to a wrestling match and get tickets to the nosebleed section and say, don't worry, I brought my own. <laughs> I'd like to switch seats. I've already got one going. <laughs> Anywhere I sit is a nosebleed section. <laughs> it's just something to brag about. They're not good seats. They're like, what are you They're talking terrible. about? They're terrible seats. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, I bet the people on the fucking submersible are having bloody noses right now. You think? Probably because of the depth. The dry ocean air. Yeah, they haven't had enough snuff tobacco. Either they have too much. I was actually. They get in and it's like it's a it's a bed of loose sniffable tobacco <laughs> that they sit in. That's a lot of tobacco. Speaking of snuff tobacco, I was thinking about making a snuff film. That's a problem. Is you say I've I've had this thought of you say do you what's tobacco use? And you say snuff. Yeah. And I'm like oh no, not the one where you rape a child and kill it and then sell it for money. I don't do that tobacco. I oh. do the tobacco like... Oh, no, that's not what I was thinking. No. Well, I do, but legally I'm not admitting When I say snuff film, I'm saying I want to like, I want to record myself doing the tobacco. sniffable tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... It's not... <laughs> so the, we're clear. It's not the kid That thing. didn't even cross my mind. No, of course it's not the kid thing. But I've had that thought every time I tell somebody I do snuff tobacco. It's like, does anybody know what this is? And I've never been questioned on it, which is good. That means most people are not sick. I think following it up with tobacco saves it. Because everyone knows what tobacco is. That's true. It's a desirable plant. I from said, I Musau. Said to, I said it to somebody. She said, I didn't know they sold that anymore. I said, everything's fucking European. When did you think they stopped selling it? 1842? And she said, my husband used to do snuff tobacco in college on the hockey team. I said, there's probably some weird fucking Europeans that brought it over. Because I don't, I don't think... I've, I've yet to find a place... The problem is, you put your hands over hers and you go, oh, honey, he was doing cocaine. It, it's not a thing. <laughs> Stuff tobacco is what I call cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he told you, but I was just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> not real. So <laughs> oh, baby girl. <laughs> what, do, what, do, what do Pakistani people do for drugs? Mm, they, uh, they rape boys. That's the they, thing in that's Pakistan. That's not a drug. Well, for them. They get pretty high. It's just like a societal drug. Pakistan's the new Greece. If you take away the forming of functional archetypes of societies and instead presume Greece only is people that rear boys, Pakistan's the new Greece. Well, um... And not the movie with Kevin Bacon. Uh, which is funny because Bacon has a lot of Greece. That used to be what they would say about him in school. When he wouldn't shower, <laughs> he would like. What do you think about Kevin? You're like, I see why he has his last name. That's not Bacon's even his, not even his last, last name. His nickname that he just <laughs> he just took. Because well, look, guys, he it's he Kevin never, Bacon. He never showers. It's a. It was a high school nickname that was an insult. <laughs> he, was he goes, so guys, crazy. you know my last name is Sherman. <laughs> Stop calling me Bacon. You know I don't eat meat. Plus, he looks like a pig. That was part of the reason they called you know him I bacon don't too. Eat meat. He was a vegetarian. Oh no! He was very adamant about it. He was very vocal about it. And so they're like, "Oh, guys, look, it's Kevin Bacon." <laughs> oink oink, yeah, because his nose looks like he's a a pig. It looks like a snout. Is China started doing that? Started Do doing what? Making things out of human grease. Oh, <laughs> not like fat, but like hair grease. You wouldn't have to kill somebody for it. Gutter oil. China. Gutter oil, trench oil, sewer oil, and tainted oil 
are Chinese slang terms primarily used in China and Taiwan to refer to recycled oil. So it's just disgusting recycled oil. That it sounds can, delicious. It can be used to describe the illicit practice of restaurants reusing cooking oil, which is funny because cooking oil is already terrible for you and it's cheap as shit. <laughs> it's like the cheapest thing you can Especially buy. Especially if you're a restaurant. So why? Yeah. I don't. What are we doing in China? Why are we trying to save money there? Well, there's a reason the Chinese restaurants are always the ones that get shut down. For- I'm just glad my freedoms can be taken away because the Chinese can't shut off their microwaves. <laughs> I'm gonna. St- I need to. St- I need to get a-, a shirt that says something like that. Yeah, you do need to get a shirt. Down. You haven't worn a shirt in weeks. I do need to get over shirts. That's still a thing that I haven't done. Because I need to stop doing the white T-shirt thing. Why? Because I think I could give a little more variety to my outfits, as long as you have different... I just need, like... Trust me, I get it. Ten overshirts, and I'm fine, because then I just wear the same thing, but it looks different if there's a different overshirt. And it's ever so slightly more formal, too. Yeah, it looks better than just a white t-shirt. Yeah. If you we we could start a nah I don't I don't even want a two gleep I need I need you don't want a two gleep it into existence I just need the uh, I need a dying relative that's not my uncle anybody but my uncle to have a bunch of button up shirts so I need to find an old man <laughs> that has a bunch of fucking button up shirts made of asbestos and illegal chemicals from probably the seventies or eighties you think someone still got a bunch of that lying around apparently. That's where my uncle gets all the good button-up shirts, or the little Hawaiian-esque shirts, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's from eBay, because people are like, well, fuck, I'm going to be dead in a week. (laughs) I need to have cocaine money, snuff money, as I call it. That's what I call it, too. I'm going to sell a bunch of my tropical shirts that I can't fit into, and eBay's a place to go, and they're really high quality. And these shirts would have been super, they're super expensive to buy now new, like the branding of them. Yeah. But now there's like just some old person's dirty cigarette shirts. Perfect. And then, yeah, I can get, then people think I smoke, so I'm even cooler. <laughs> I don't think that stigma's still around. <laughs> well, that guy must smoke cigarettes. He doesn't put the tobacco in his nose like a degenerate. I think society started falling off real quick once the smoking ban was enacted in restaurants. There's a movie. I it was from. Oh, what is it called? Winona uh, Horowitz is in it, and she's young, so it's it's from the '90s. I was young in the '90s too, actually. Horowitz movies. Why does it include her middle name? I don't release date. Yeah, if, if I do release date, why wouldn't it be from the fucking beginning? Oh, she's in Zoolander. It was Reality Bites. It's from 1994. And it's a documentary about young kids just getting into the workforce and stuff like that. And people are working at The Gap and cool <laughs> things like that. And then they're talking about, I only make like $8 or whatever. Which, they're funny because they're pulling in about as much money adjusted to inflation as people are now. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Nothing ever gets better. But then people also smoke like they're, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound crass, but addicted to cigarettes. Don't say it's Everybody's such a thing. smoking. Whether it, it's really weak weed or everybody else is smoking cigarettes. I do remember that book, Everybody Smokes. Yeah, and that they pulled that. That's a, that's the biggest banned book. Yeah. That people didn't want in libraries. Yeah, I did, I, did my, I did my book report on that in English class when we were supposed to do a book report on banned books. I turned my book into a cigarette. My banned book into a cigarette. And then they, <laughs> they got mad. They said it wasn't performance art. It was just a manifestation of my addiction to cigarettes. 
They said your speech about this band book can't be just you smoking you a cigarette. You can't stand in front of the glass and smoke. <laughs> you can't just smoke the book. It's not, it's not a speech. I had a really weird rogue thought today about Safe Flight Auto Glass and how I spent $300 from them to basically tape up my window. And in my head, <laughs> I thought that if there ever was a second crystal knock, it should happen to Safe Lights, but that would only give them more business. So they're immune to nights of broken glass, which I think is fucking bullshit. Because that's really, that should be the freedom given to every sovereign citizen in the States, is to destroy stores. And that's just going to give them more money. Yeah, but safe light repair, safe light replace. <laughs> yeah. So there's just going to be more safe lights. You try to get rid of one and they they double. <laughs> it's like a hydro when you yeah, cut off the head. it's just safe light auto glass. It's terrifying. <laughs> It also hit the, my consciousness that people know about Sherwin-Williams' slogan of cover the earth. Yeah. And nobody freaks out about it. I freak out about people, it. People have seen that logo for a long time, and people are okay with it. So it's a giant cosmic paint can yeah. over the globe, and nobody has been like, oh, fuck. I think the thing is, Sherwin-Williams, their plan is to paint the earth, right? They want it to be blue for some reason. You think? Yeah. I thought it was red paint. Is it red? I think so. Sherwin Williams. Yeah. And they're, oh, God. They're already like 55% done. Look. <laughs> so they're almost there. The thing is, I think I think Sherwin Williams has taken it nice and slow, and people are getting desensitized to their message, and they're gonna just kind of do it under everyone's noses without them realizing it. I don't think the globe they're using in the thing makes sense, though. It's flipped. The white part of the globe is ocean, and then the orange is land masses, and I think the land mass, the one on the bottom left is Africa. And then it'd be like the Middle East or lower part of Europe. So the yeah. Europe and Africa are fine. And presumably Asia is also fine because it's on the other side. Right. But North America and South America have already been covered by Sherwin-Williams, which is haunting. Are you sure that's not just a picture? Because <laughs> I haven't noticed that they've painted North America. Logopedia. Let's see. When did they turn to? Oh, man. They've been doing this for a while. 1893 to 1905 has been that's been their picture oh my god so they've been wanting to, i guess that's they're they're bad at it because that's they've been wanting to cover the earth since 1893 i told you they're doing it really slowly so people don't freak out it's a long con it's, yeah you're boiling the frog but you're painting the earth that is frightening and it's still they for some reason they're racist and don't want to paint africa because it's always been that bottom part of the globe that they haven't put paint anywhere i don't think they're racist i think it's just it would be too obvious if they started painting africa red you know everyone's eyes are always on africa and then there's a weird part of the logo history where just from 1974 to 1999 it just turns into their name which i don't think people were complaining 1974 okay it says 1970 this one was 1926 to present and it says 1926 to 1974 1979 to present was this one. It's the Sherwin with the today's logo. Mm -hmm. But from 1974 to 1979, this, which is funny because it doesn't stop at 79, it stops at 99. But for five years, this was their logo. So now it's just this logo also, which is just their name, which isn't a logo. 
Oh no! And then they from 1982 to 1999 they did both. Oh, that's no. just terrible. That's bad. But now today, 1999 to present, it's just the same thing. It has their name in it. That's us. It's 1999 to present right now. Either way, we got to do something about Sherwood Williams. Which you could crystal knock a bunch of them, but then that again also gives Safe Light more. And I get that it's auto glass, but if you're good at auto glass, you're probably good at fixing fucking regular windows also. No. You don't think so? You no, because only... auto glass is curved in a way that regular windows are not. Chris, are, are, in a way that they're crystal not. Good one. Good one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I guess we just need different ways to terrorize uh, Safe Light Auto Glass. Because Sherwin Williams seems to be un- untackable. Yeah, you don't want to kill the giant when the bug is still around, as they say. Is that what they say? Yeah. Everybody's like, the bug's the worst part. Of the bug. It's just a mosquito, but it's on a tall person. You're like, we could just shoot the tall person. Like, no, because the But bug- then the mosquito will get away. Yeah, the mosquito would just stop. Right. But if you kill the mosquito first, you can still attack the tall guy afterwards. How do wasps work? What? Why do... Why do they get hired for a job and they do it. Why do wasps sting, though? Because they're... It's a defense mechanism. But they die. That seems to Wasps be a bad. Wasps don't die. Do they not? No. Nope. I thought they. I thought they seize. Nope. Wasps, Wasps can, can sting, sting again. Again, they can sting you as many times as they want. Is this true? I got stung by a wasp a couple days ago. Did you? Yeah, our friend was having that home check that hit the inspection, and his front door isn't on any hinge. It's not connected to the wall, <laughs> which I thought was just dumb. Because like one, the inspector's not going to give a shit. And on the front of the house, there's just a bunch of wasps. I'm like, maybe that. Maybe they just don't die in the winter, and they've just always been present. Right. They're like, let's stay by the door. They might know about the door. And they're like, somebody's going to want to put this door back on. This is our chance. (laughs) Which then they just sting you because they're mean. And that's fucking dumb. Yeah, there's a reason that people hate hornet's nests. Yeah, they just have malice. Yeah. For no reason. Well, if you go near them, they're like, get away from us. Then again... I guess they do have reason to be mean because people hate wasps. This seems to be like an eye for an eye thing, but with different species. It just seems to me like if you had a knife in your hand. Yeah, a gamma knife? Sure. Cool. That's like, I learned what that was. How SMD taught me that. (laughs) It's some weird precision x-ray thing that they cut things out of your body with it's like lasik but for things that kill you and not fixing your eyes but that'd be cool to have a little pocket version of that so if you have like a really sharp knife in your hand yeah and then something just some animal walks up to you yep that's like 400 feet tall yeah and it's just kind of lumbering about and like you're like standing on your porch outside your house that would be weird you think you'd are notice you it. and and like there it's going closer to you are you just gonna stand there and potentially get killed or are you gonna try to stab him in the shin to get rid of him oh man i think you'd have to just hope he doesn't walk on your house okay but what if there's 30 of you there's 30 people standing like around your house. Yeah, you'd have to try to stab it. Exactly. That's what a wasp is doing. Okay. I guess I understand it. Yeah. Scale-wise, yeah, wasps kind of make sense. This is a neutral wasp podcast. You're okay with wasps? I think I... I it's I, the honeybees that I got a problem with. I'm not okay with them, but I understand them more. Know thine enemy. 
<laughs> which is basically just a wasp. I want more state propaganda on getting rid of wasps. Why can't the government be fun and helpful and not corrupt and evil? You could have news segments on killing wasps. I want wasp honey. It's got to be good. I don't think so. It's spicy. Spicy. <laughs> it would, it would, it'd have to be spicy. If honeybees, they're fuzzy and harmless and doing bee stuff and honey's really sweet, mm-hmm. you'd have to, it'd be a little, it'd be a little, uh, a little there's something. Honey. There's something about this wasp honey that tastes a little angry. Like a hot mustard. <laughs> Why is this hot? It's just Why hot do they make mustard? hot mustard? Why do they make, that's where they get it from. It's just hot mustard. All right, I gotta go out back and I gotta go harvest some of the hot mustard from the wasp nest. You get injected with hot mustard. Nobody would kill a wasp. People would (laughs) purposely aggravate wasps to get hot mustard. (laughs) Right in your veins. (laughs) Instead of drug addicts, there's people that just hang out with wasps. Oh, I can feel the sting of the hot mustard in my arteries. So stupid. The problem is if I wait to exhibit symptoms with this PML stuff that I may or may not have, but like who knows? Signs point to maybe, which is like the worst magic eight ball answer. (laughs) Which is like, don't signs always point to maybe? Why do do I I buy this magic eight ball? Magic eight ball. Wait, this isn't an eight. This is a seven. None of these are definitive answers. They're all just maybe. Magic seven ball. Do I have PML? Signs point to, you might. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. There's a possibility for sure. so stupid. Just like really weird. (laughs) You shake your your magic ball of indecision. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? You're like, that's why I'm asking you, magic seven ball. Magic seven ball, where should I go to eat? Should I go to Burger King to eat today? (laughs) If that's what you're feeling like, then maybe yes. <laughs> Thank you, Magic maybe Seven Ball. Yes. There's a maybe in front of a definitive answer. <laughs> it's one word off. You gave me an answer. Like, if that's kind of what your your vibe is right now, go for you it. And then you <laughs> immediately made, like, you don't want to say anything definitive. You don't want to have an opinion. You'd think that the, I understand the scheme because it looks like an eight ball, but you think with the, how lucky number sevens are that the, the thing they try to pitch would be a, a pool ball. A seven, a seven ball would, is a striped ball, though. Mm, that is why. It's because they needed it to be unique. Yeah. In game ending. There's never any <laughs> cool thematic serial killer that uses a magic eight ball. <laughs> you, want be, you want a serial fuck killer? Two, fuck Two-Face using the coin. <laughs> Carry around a magic eight ball. I should do and do that. what with it? Ask it questions throughout the day. Should I kill this man? You, Signs point to yes. You, <laughs> All right. You do uh, every intrusive thought you have. You're like, oh, fuck it. Time for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Drive into this patch of kids. You have it when you're driving. It's even funnier. Should you I hit it? this biker on the side of the road? You, Ask again later. You you dangle it from your mirror so it's constantly being <laughs> chuck. And then when you have an intrusive thought while you're driving, you turn and look at it and see what it's at. It's you're dangling from your mirror and it's like banging against your window when you stop. The thing you have it on, it's like a bungee cord so it swings into you and shit. 
That's so stupid. And then when an officer tries to pull you over, you slam on the brakes and it slingshots back and kills the officer. Should I stop for this cop? <laughs> Signs point to yes. All right. I guess. You're lucky the eight ball <laughs> told me to stop. The cop goes, do you know why I pulled you over? He's like, do you know why I stopped? <laughs> You can never answer a question with a question when it's a cop. How are people bad at dealing with cops? <laughs> I, like, I, you go, he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And you're like, um, I know, but I'm just checking to see if you know. There was a, whatever, some intersection I was at. You know the Dairy Queen off of 14? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a really dangerous quick trip. It's not like the worst quick trip in Rochester, but it's not a good quick trip. I was going by that and a cop was behind me and he flashed his lights. I'm like, oh. So I got, I drove forward, got on the side of the road and then he just turned into the quick trip. Wait, what the fuck was that? <laughs> we need people that watch the watchers. Can I can't have somebody at the fucking CCTV government center fucking get that guy's badge number? You just need to really go to the bathroom. You go to the quick trip and you're like, oh, let me see your badge number. I'm pulling you over. This is a citizen's arrest. I have a kid in my trunk and you had to pee. That's why you use the... <laughs> I have a kid in my trunk and he is dead and stuffed with <laughs> mushrooms. And you had to pee. He's full of hot mustard. <laughs> and you ignore the stench from the trunk. He's got a thousand wasp stings. <laughs> There's hot mustard pouring You're, out of every pore in his body. You have a, instead of the Oscar Mayer And wiener. he is alive and he's gonna die because you didn't pull me over. Instead of a Wienermobile, you're driving a thematic wasp vehicle. <laughs> That says, like, I've got kids in my trunk on the side of it, which is really just you're asking for trouble at that point. <laughs> You've got a bumper sticker that says, I've got kids in my trunk. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> It'd be fun to put on people's company vehicles. Like, the things that say student... Do you ever drive and see a student driver and drive differently? Yeah. I did that a couple of days ago. The student driver taking... I saw this stupid word art on the side of his car. And I'm like, oh, I can make this. I can speed through and go in front of this guy because he's going to be cautious. He was. I got, no, I've got a weird guilty pleasure of... <laughs> I, see a, I see a student driver in front of me. And I'm like... I just like to watch them drive. They are fun to observe. And I don't go out of my way to follow a yeah. student driver, but if they make a turn, and like, okay, I would normally go straight here, but you're turning right. But if I also turn right, I can still get to my destination in a little bit more of a roundabout way. Yeah. I'm going to turn right and stay behind them. It's it's like watching- And it's really funny to me after they take like four turns and you're still following them. It's like, there's no way this is where you are going. I want the driving instructor to be like, we're being tailed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know how to react in this situation? Have you gotten to this point in the, in the videos? After we show you all the drivers that were burned to their seat- did you get to the part about how, he, how to ditch a tail? There was, there was one time that I was driving behind a student driver, and I turned into, I was in like a more suburban area, mm -hmm. and I turned into the same turn that he did, and I didn't even see it i didn't look because too i was too focused being like wow this guy's doing a good job driving him, yeah and he probably thinks I'm you're also him. grading him <laughs> you have the driving check thing with you so i didn't notice the giant sign that says no outlet 
and I drive in, and I'm like, okay, so this is definitely not where I need to go. And this guy drives to the end of like the cul-de-sac turns around and, and turns around, and I do the same thing. So I, I follow him out, and he turns right, and then I turn right. I'm like, oh my god, I'm very clearly following him. <laughs> You have a map, a road map opened, acting like you're lost. <laughs> I like to think that maybe the student driver is like, okay, or the guy that's, you know, helping him is like, normally this is where you'd pull over, but like, this guy's following you and I don't want you to stop the car. I watched somebody, and it's it's always that, how would I act in this? I, was, I have the perpetual John Quinones in my head of what would I do? <laughs> and... And it turns out I would just laugh because the fucking people, they were trying to parallel park and it took about five minutes and there's a line of cars backed up. And then there's about halfway through this attempt to parallel park that the guy's like, fuck it. I can't, I just, I need a little time to, to, to reset (laughs) and the cars are like, let it to go around him. And then he does it again. I'm like, I want, it's it's somebody you want to make fun of, but at the same time, you're like, oh God, could that, could that have been me? Is that me? Yeah, John Quinones. <laughs> Can I parallel John, park? John Quinones gets in your passenger seat. Why is she going anywhere? <laughs> Get out of here, John. You fucking freak. After he leaves, you're going to parallel park there, aren't you? <laughs> See how there's, well you can do it. There's never any really societally shattering things of that. It's just the government pushing their agenda on things they want you to... It's to control the public opinion on things, of whether or not people are appalled. There's never anything that's really bad. Like, there's never a group of kids dressed up as Hitler that sit down and eat at a buffet. <laughs> You're like, what? There's like a table of ten for about <laughs> ten twelve-year-olds in Hitler costumes. <laughs> And then John's pissed, because nobody... We just got back from our club meeting. Everybody's really happy to be around their dying grandparents at the buffet, so nobody gives a shit about the kids, and John's mad that nobody didn't do anything. (laughs) Hey, why didn't you do anything? I'm eating. Which probably stems from a childhood trauma incident of him and his group of Hitler youths (laughs) eating at a buffet and being yelled at by a mixed-race man with a camera crew. He just wants to see other people get yelled (laughs) at. he's just reliving childhood traumas that he had. (laughs) He gets pissed when nobody experiences it. I think it's crazy to me to see someone who's brand new to driving and you look at them and you're like, you're like, what are you doing? You're so dumb. You're, you're the so the youngest bad. person I've ever seen. You look over and you're like, <laughs> 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 that in an intersection like fucking two weeks ago, the person did the, the four-way stop thing incorrectly where I, it was my turn to go and a car goes right in fucking front of me and it's somebody that looks like they're 12 <laughs> just, just not acknowledging traffic just focus straight ahead <laughs> like well i guess if it works i guess because other people are paying attention it's technically okay but it's not <laughs> it's not the best decision but even it's not even just driving but any scenario where you're kind of making fun of how someone's struggling with doing something that they're like legitimately trying their hardest to learn how to do but they're just kind of struggling a little bit and you're Mm. like i'm better than you at that as if i haven't been doing this for 10 years longer than you i have that problem if i have to retie my my boots always just be like am i am i fucking stupid do i not know how to tie my shoes It'll happen a couple of times, like, throughout the day. I'm like, I might, I might have just lost this talent 
Which isn't a talent. Because apparently that doesn't give me golden buzzard. So I just show up and tie my shoes. And they just look at me. Not only do I feel shame, I also don't feel the proper amount of acknowledgement that I'm 25 and able to tie my shoes. Apparently tying your shoes is not like riding a bicycle. <laughs> what they, which I also don't know how to do. What they didn't I see, forgot. They didn't see me walking backstage and then having to re-tie them, which I think is pretty <laughs> impressive. I think that... that <laughs> You're gonna be impressed after I'm done. You've no idea... <laughs> No idea. These may look properly tied, but as I'm walking away, I have to retie them. It's after I've been X'd. I get four X's, <laughs> and then I stop to retie my boots while on stage, hoping that amount of time that they're like, oh shit, he did it again, gives me the golden buzzer. You go on stage, and they go, what's your talent? And you're like, actually, I'd rather just show you. <laughs> And you go down, you tie your shoe, and then you stand up, and you kind of hold your hands up like, eh? <laughs> and then you you walk off the stage. You stop halfway through. You tie your shoe again. <laughs> you trip on your shoelace. You're like, oh, no, I have to do it again. <laughs> and Howie's, I'm in. You get sent to wherever you go. Well, you, you get the, the salt flats. You get the four X's, and they go... What was that? What were you thinking? They had that little conversation with you before yeah. you leave. You're like, I just, I thought it would be really impressive to you. And let me tell you, this is going to be one of those situations where you hate to watch me leave, but you love to watch me go. <laughs> and you lean down and tie it again. And it's like, legitimately, the first time you did it, you were just really nervous and you did it wrong. But then when you trip over you. <laughs> <laughs> you did it wrong. This is not a funnier thing. If you go, you show up, you tie your shoes, and you don't do the, the bow. So they're just, you're, they're just tightened, but the laces are hanging on the sides of your shoes. So you haven't even tied your shoes. You've done about 40% of the steps. So you, you do it wrong. And you get up and you go, uh-huh. <laughs> not done it's a mid-routine interjection of like <laughs> gauging the judges <laughs> you're not done tying your fucking shoes but then you you act like that's your talent they fucking buzz you you walk off and then you, you step on your untied shoes you, you tie them and then you get and just out of, just out of pure instinct you're not even thinking anymore you're like oh yeah you, and then you you tie your shoe and then you keep walking you're like well, maybe next year and then you hear you what confetti you, runs yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Crews runs out and you get a hug. You're like, nice. <laughs> and then you see he wears slip-ons. And you're like, oh, this is a talent. And then you look under the, the table and all the judges are wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find, I don't need to find, but according to everyone I've interacted with in the past, I don't know, two months, That's I, me. I should get a different hat to wear in the summer. Um, so apparently my cotton hat isn't... Uh, Apparently a little off-putting. You know, Not I off-putting, but people people ask. I said that's me knowing that you definitely have interacted with me in the past two months. Because yep. you are currently interacting with me. Mm -hmm. And I threw that in there as like a cheeky, you know, like, okay, this is going to throw off Teenage what you're saying. Because whatever yeah. you're saying, everyone has said to you, I definitely did not say to you. And then I know that I have mentioned that to you. You lost, you lost me. 
Admit it. It's like doing a math problem. I'm seeing equations that aren't supposed to be there. So I was, I, I said, I interjected that I had talked to you about, like in general. Yeah. Because you said everyone I've interacted with has said I should get, uh, you know, you didn't even finish your thought, but yeah. everyone I've interacted with. And I was like, okay, so whatever he said, I definitely didn't talk to him about that at all. <laughs> Because I, I just wouldn't do that. Correct. And then you're like, that I should get a new hat for the summer. And I'm like, oh, I've you talked really to him about that. I have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, I, I have I'm like, I don't know. I don't play baseball. You know how many people wear baseball hats that have yet to play baseball or just won't? I will say, though, a couple weeks ago, I was with my younger brother and he gets out of his car and he's wearing a wool cap. Nice. And I was like, it's the middle of summer. Why are you wearing a wool cap? And he goes, to keep the hair out of my eyes. That's what I tell people. <laughs> Everybody that says, whatever. What's with so the So he gets it. And I said, it's for the fucking hair. He said, it's one, it's comfortable. Two, for some reason, I don't feel heat in my head. Which I don't know what the fuck well, that's because your head is probably is dead. But when I, before they diagnosed me with MS, I had a problem with heat. <laughs> and now I, I still have it. And I don't have a problem with heat. Of like, I don't, I don't know. I can feel my pulse in my forehead, but I don't feel hot. <laughs> I don't, does, does that give you any, any information? People are like, my ch-. heart is in my brain. Everybody's but I don't like, feel heat. They do the little throat thing to check their pulse. They put the fingers there, and I'm like, I can, I can your count fingers it on your forehead. It's, I can feel it behind my eyes. <laughs> I know what my pulse is at. We're, we're good. This is how you check your pulses by thinking and then hearing the amount of beats. <laughs> doesn't nobody else? I can hear the blood pulsing in my brain. Yeah. Based on how quickly I bleed out through my nose, <laughs> I can tell you my fucking pulse rate. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I'm grateful that the hat one is comfortable, mm. and two, I do not, it does not affect the, the, the hair is, I think, the heat problem, not the hat. And the problem is that your head is huge. So it is and pretty And so dispersed. you can't wear a normal hat a lot of the time. Yeah, that's fair. Hard hats are always weird. There was a like football helmets too, but hard hats you think would be more adjustable because they've got the thing. You can adjust it all the way and then push it down. And I think the the stocking cap does mess with it, but it still doesn't fit correctly. It'd save me if I got hit by a screw from like a hundred feet up. Where are me. you ever that you could get Sometimes hit from I a screw? Sometimes I walk through construction sites. Why? Just for fun. Act- to you walk in. through active construction sites. Just to see if somebody says something about the hat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I get, I, I'm, not, I'm not better than you and I. What? <laughs> I'm no better than the common man. So I do get Obviously. a little, I do get a little self-conscious about I never about thought you were. I do get a little self-conscious about it. So I'll walk through construction sites with a hard hat, because safety first. You think and that's people the don't best... Comment. You, think, you think the best place to get comments about your hat is a place where you have to cover the hat? I thought people that are really in tune with their emotions and empathetic would be construction workers. Turns out I am wrong. Yeah? They're more just curious about, why, one, why am I there? And two... They know why you're you, not supposed to be why there. Why do you have a winter hat on? I'm like, what year is it? And they're like, that still doesn't work. It's more of a seasonal thing, you put not on a, a You put on a hard hat, and you walk through a construction zone, trying to blend in, and immediately someone goes, why are you here? You shouldn't be in here. Why is it over a hat? My now, I've, I've thought of it now when people ask, they're like, what's the deal with the hat? And I say, global warming. 
Because if you tell people it doesn't bother you, you're like, yeah, but it's weird. And you're like, yeah, but I don't, I don't care. It Cranial bothers, warming. It bothers you more than the heat. But you don't you think if I was too hot, I would take it off? Don't you think if it was making my day actively worse, I would just not? I would change hats. Hey, Apparently why are you wearing that, that hat? Well, why aren't you? The thing is, since they destroy my uh, my B cell function with all the MS medicine, you can't get a fever. You just have the inability to experience fevers. Now I'm understanding why it doesn't actually make me warm. Which is also a problem, though, because that doesn't mean you can't get a fever. You just can't feel the it fever. It just means I can't fight any infection off. <laughs> yeah, because you're supposed to get hot to kill off things. So my body's like, we're just constantly okay. <laughs> like, whatever. I'll live. I'll, I'll be. Oh, that's a comfortable enough lie. I can go with it. So, so you're. What you should tell people is why are you wearing the hat? Well, I can't get a fever because of my B cell count. Yeah. So I'm using the hat to warm my head to kill off infection. Yeah, it's a, so, it's so I don't die. It's actually. my antibiotic hat. <laughs> that is so I don't die. That could be it. There could be a thing of I'm treating something with it by just wearing this. <laughs> I, I do think that's how things work. I think that's. That's how with like food you crave, your body knows what it's doing. Or it's what like it's, I need this vitamin for some reason. Yeah, I do. With a hat, must be it, and it <laughs> looks cool. That too. It's like a cigarette for my head. <laughs> I'm sixty percent dressed to be a bandit at any time. I thought about wearing snow pants. <laughs> Just to really like double down on it, because people are like, "You've got to be warm." You're wearing snow pants, like, and you're you're wearing your short sleeve shirt, and nobody, yeah, the, the outfit doesn't make any. It's just sense. like you're wearing overalls in the middle of summer, but it's really thick overalls, you're insulated winter pants, and you don't wear any pants below it. Your your underwear, you're, white shirt, snow pants. You that's your sandals. Pants. Sandals, snow pants, winter hat, white t-shirt. It's like, what the fuck is that? Like, ah, it's a bit chilly. You look like a cranberry farmer. Yeah, a little Welsh's little stomping the things, whatever yeah, they are. Well, maybe yeah. not with the sandals, but the if you ocean... had like rubber boots on. Yeah. <laughs> ocean spray. Yeah, ocean spray. The cool thing, look at how warm it gets. Usually the thing doesn't do that. And I was like, the thing, the problem is with the 10-day weather the only day that exists in weather is now. So you can just put whatever the fuck 10 days from now. That's what I like, too, because they do adjust it, where you're like, there's a 0% chance of rain. <laughs> or, and then it floods. You, no, you never say zero. You say there's a there's a 13% chance of rain. And then if it rains, you're like, well, I said there was a chance. But if it can get that, that's like health-affecting heat. And they're like, fuck it, just send it out there. Tell people <laughs> it's going to get that warm. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And then some, for some reason, the winter's still cold. You're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a better take on global warming. If you just don't understand seasons. And, you, and you're legitimately arguing about Guys, where is it now? Summer hot. <laughs> winter? Hmm, tend to be cold. I figured out what uh, biomes are today. Yeah? Or, uh, you didn't know what biomes were? I didn't think they were uh, a thing in the U.S., of course. Of me not understanding. Like, you go like, to Nevada and Arizona, and it's all desert. I understand that part. And yeah. I understand, like, where we are, and it's corn. Corn it's, is not a biome. <laughs> for, the, for the U.S., it is. For the state of Iowa, it is. It's it's the corn pig biome. You know we're not in Iowa, right? We're close. Oh, we're in the corn pig part of Minnesota. That. Don't ever tell me how close we are to Iowa. 
it changes from whatever forest is some fucking bullshit term. It's an actual type of forest. It's not a bullshit term. Sorry for people out there that are big into naming biomes. <laughs> and then you go to the Dakotas and it turns into a grassland. Yeah. So that's, we just apparently don't have grass here. Correct. Which is dumb. Because I think grasslands are where things happen. Well, we have grass, but we don't have grass over land. Which doesn't, which does what do you, I don't, I. A I, grassland is a lot of grass and a lot of land. We have a lot of grass, but not a lot of land. I also don't think it gets, grass doesn't, grass doesn't get tall. Well, but the grass is always greener. Gra- uh, yeah, the Zoe 101 theme song. Yeah the, yeah, the grass is always greener. It's Zoe 101. The grass that. is always greener. Let's go have some fun. <laughs> I think it says that. Zoe. <laughs> the problem is, I think I looked this up and it doesn't say that. <laughs> what? Wait. The best part of it. Are you ready? Yeah. PCA? Is that a thing? Is, is this a thing... That people do. I don't know. Okay, it doesn't need to be a minute long, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paul Butcher, remember him? Yeah. Having a kid named Paul's kind of weird. <laughs> He'll grow into his name. You can be a little quieter, Zoe. What was that black kid's name in Zoe 101? Not Christopher Massey. That's the actor. Come on, Zoe. Aaron Sanders, the nerd. Quinn. Everybody remembers Quinn. <laughs> Everybody was really young in this show, too. Did you see that they made a Zoe 102? Executive producer Dan Schneider. Oh. <laughs> Does it say it? You didn't hear it at all? I don't think it says it. <sighs> Maybe it's in the Drake and Josh one, but now we're just going to look things up. Grass is always greener on the other side theme just doesn't exist i think this has been a this has been a thought you think there is a nickelodeon show that says the grass is always greener on the other side as told by ginger which it's not that it's not that but this is the only thing that comes up which is crazy because this apparently is a thought that I've had. Because <laughs> I thought it was in the Drake and Josh song, and I thought it was in the uh, Zoe 101 theme song. And I've looked this up, and it's not. But it's manifested here today. So it is real, but only in my head. Someone will find it for you. You think? No. Probably not. <laughs> no, if I, if I have an interest in it and can't find it, there's no way someone's going to go out. We should pay somebody on Fiverr. <laughs> Who are you paying on I Fiverr? Need, I, need, I need an Indian person to investigate. Whether or not it's I don't a thing. even understand what category do you go under? Research. Research. PI. <laughs> I want a PI. I need a, I need a PI that lives 20,000 miles away from me to figure this out. This is a personal investigation. <laughs> it is for me. It's a big deal. Oh, this is going to this is going to take up time and not the spice. Not the oh, not the time sp- spice. Is <laughs> one of the spice, spice girls. Girl. Drake and Josh Theme, uh-oh, theme, song, lyrics. I found a way, classic, I found a way. Does it mention grass? Turns out it doesn't, so it's not... Does it mention Drake Bell grooming girls? <laughs> Zoe 101, theme song, lyrics. Ooh, there's a full version. It doesn't mention grass on that one either. Oh, no. Turns out none of these theme songs are good. 
Maybe it's the BTR boys one. They wish. <laughs> they wish they could be that creative for my weird mental theme songs for shows that it probably exists, but the song's just wrong. Heck. We have to do a, 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 a special Tuesday app after this, too. Yeah? So after the re- yeah, yeah. You said it like the one of the, the, the birds from when they forget where the fish is. No. <laughs> I didn't say that <laughs> like did. that. You did. No. You part fine, you didn't. No. You're, no, you're agreeing with it? No. Uh, I didn't do it. Okay, OJ. No. OJ would have been a better American folk figure if he just would have been a bottle of orange juice. And not a, <laughs> not a double murderer. <laughs> if instead, you if think the, he was trying to be a folk figure? If if the transgender movement had a better grounding in the 90s, I think he, he could have just changed into a bottle of OJ. <laughs> And Minute Maid would have been like, yeah, he's with us now. He's the Jared Fogle. Instead of touching kids, Jared Fogle's he kills cool. people. Yeah, back in the, the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Jared Fogle is cool. He's our Jared Fogle, which will never go wrong. The crazy thing is Kobe Bryant was able to rape that girl in the hotel in the early 2000s, and then everybody's like, well, I miss him. Well, he's good at throwing things into garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, yeah, he could have just been on Sesame Street the rest of his life and bully Oscar the Grouch and throw his old NBA Finals trophies at him <laughs> instead of raping more women. Maybe me think on that, Kobe. We're talking to him. Yeah. This message is for Kobe Bryant. I like to think that it's a personal pod stance that we try to rape less women. Yeah, as much as we joke about it, you should probably stick to basketball. <laughs> and or telling your pilot not to fly into that peanut. Here's the deal. I think that every time... That Maybe don't take your daughter on a fucking kamikaze flight. I think you can clip this audio right here and send it to somebody. If you think... That maybe they are thinking about raping someone, or like maybe you're thinking about raping someone. Play this audio for them or yourself. Yeah, we have an easy solution. Don't. If you're thinking about raping someone, play basketball instead. Yeah, I could just get really good at anything that's not raping somebody. Yeah, that'd be tremendous. That'd be help. That help the world out a lot more. <laughs> And I definitely think, unless... Oh, no, now every time I see someone playing basketball, I'm going to assume they yeah, want to rape they're somebody. A rapist. <laughs> they're a rapist no, in recovery. Every basketball player... It's is, not even recovery, because they never necessarily didn't do it. They just wanted to. Yeah. They're a potential rapist, oh, is all. Well, everybody So if you is. see a basketball player, you're a potential every, rapist. Is this how people get that fear of leaving their homes? Is everyone they see they assume is a potential rapist, so they never leave? <laughs> That was an episode of House. Not that to the T, but some guy had to have... <laughs> Someone had agoraphobia because they didn't want to That's get what it raped. is. Agoraphobia, yeah. His girlfriend got killed by, like, a, a police officer. And then he's like, I can't get surgery in the hospital. There might be police officers there. <laughs> <laughs> some stupid shit. That's so messed up. <laughs> I realized how, how difficult it must have been to write for House. Because you have to think of... Well, really, not really. You pick some fucking syndrome nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And then you, you, you just, just look work up, it backwards. You look up top 1,000 most obscure diseases. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's how it works. And it's like, oh, it's this. Only two people have this. Or if somebody has cancer, they have two types of cancer. You're like, what? Yeah, what is that hospital that there's only, like, five people in the world have ever gotten this? And he's like, you have it. Oh, Plainview something. <laughs> I can't remember what it's fucking I think called. they mentioned the Mayo Clinic in that show. Uh, 
I, I instead of finding a new show to watch, I've just started rewatching House. <laughs> you just finished it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and Cameron interned at the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. Because she was talking about how Foreman has uh, better grades. He went to Johns Hopkins, all this stuff. And then she was mad that she got hired because of her looks. And I was like, of course you got hired because of your looks. Most people with your looks wouldn't want to be a doctor. <laughs> She's like, that's stupid. I interned at the Mayo Clinic and whatever. And he's like, yeah, but your grades were shit. I'm like, well, yeah. You're lucky and you you're interned, hot. And you interned at the Mayo Clinic. That probably was a step down. Disparaging it. Not only did you intern at the Mayo Clinic, you didn't develop any cool diseases. I've got a one-up on Cameron from House. Fuck you, Lisa something. Lisa, the, I should know her last name, but don't. I want to say Edelstein, but I don't think that's a last name. It's definitely a last name. Cameron, actress, House. No, that's, she doesn't play, is it Cuddy? Is that who's the... Lisa Edelstein is, uh... So you got it exactly right. Nice. It's Dr. Cuddy. I always thought it was Cameron. The more you know. The more you know. That's the... the we should... That should be a... I don't think it's a, a, a soundbite. It's more of a, a a graphic. Well, it has music. Because it's it? from the Reading Rainbow, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not called the Listening It's like... The more you know... Neil Patrick Harris. There's a PSA by Neil. Oh, there's a PSA by George George Clooney that we can listen to. Raising kids today is one of the most rewarding jobs you could ever have. Raising kids? Raising kids today is the most rewarding job you could ever have. He started that really quickly. He doesn't <laughs> want to talk about kids. <laughs> it's also one of the toughest. Parents can get angry and stressed. And kill mean them. That they can take it out on the kids by hitting them. <laughs> Apparently oh. it does. <laughs> it's abuse. If you get mad, it you also, need to step... It also isn't abuse it's, you can't just say it's that's not anger it is anger why are we listening to george clooney yeah. talk about hitting kids Back and count to 10 give it time and if you can't get over your anger get help i like i like how this <laughs> is also giving childlike tips to not hit your kid to adults <laughs> count to 10 it's it's treating the adult that has a like has a fucking child like they're a child because abuse is something that children never get over told you that's the exact sound that i thought it made thanks george clooney i'm gonna go hit uh oh uh oh uh oh what is this is this the jetsons (laughs) (laughs) it is the jetsons why is this the recommending video if autoplay was on his boy Elroy. That's the best part. <laughs> Judy and Jane can go to hell. <laughs> they don't do anything. Oh no, there's a Bill Cosby one. Hi. Have you oh my god. The more you know about teaching, the more you'll know it's a challenging, rewarding That doesn't look like a real person. Help kids learn to <laughs> It's called, he's a black person. No, no, I think it's like, it's specifically because he's Bill Cosby and he's in low quality. He doesn't look real. (laughs) 
I like how they'll remember you the rest of their lives, which is probably true for all the women Bill Cosby raped. So to him, he was a teacher. He should have played so, basketball. So yeah, if only he would instead of doing comedy and being a cool black actor until they raped those people. Well, he still was probably raping people while he was a cool black actor. If he just would have been. Instead of being America's cool black dad, he just was like, hey, I'm going to start playing basketball. That might have given away what his urges were, but at least he would have been really good at basketball and not a rapist. The more you know. <laughs> That's my PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that insight. I'm going to gleep a story from the book. Oh, you're going to gleep a story? Oh. Oh, God, no. Maybe there's a joke about Bill Cosby. There's definitely not a joke about Bill Cosby. I'll, I'll check the, the thesaurus. You're going to check a thesaurus to see if there's a joke about Bill Cosby? Section f- on page 49 is just called help. <laughs> oh. It's that joke about the Chinese people making fortune cookies. Let's see. Where they just put help on the fortune cookie. This is the first help joke after the story that starts the chapter on page 50. From the Reader's Digest, Treasury of American Humor, selected by the editors of Reader's Digest, Introduction and Casual Commentary by right, Clifton Fademan. The Reader's Digest Crest Book, oh published in read conjunction the joke. with McGraw-Hill Book Company. It's got three stars. Okay. A friend gave... I don't want to read a name, because you're going to be like, who's Dorothy Parker? If it's an actual name, I'm not going to say that. Rude. Has in the past. No, that's always just something that could potentially sound like a name. I wouldn't do it with an actual name. A friend gave Dorothy Parker. Who's Dorothy Parker? (laughs) Damn it. This also isn't something you'd give a friend. A friend gave Dorothy Parker a young alligator. Who's Al-a-gator? Some three feet long. Some are three feet long and some aren't, but this one apparently is. Not knowing what else to do with it, the author put it in her bathtub. The author? It's a self-insert. It's an isekai anime, but in 1974, Reader's Digest... Very cool. You're you're a nerd. (laughs) You're a little nerd boy. You're showing your true colors now. Rude. Oh, my watch anime. (laughs) Sorry, continue. I just want to read about the alligator. It's not my fault Dorothy self-inserted her into this and couldn't... Who's Dorothy? She... It's this person. She went out shopping, and when she had returned, she found this note from her maid, who had come in during her absence. I have resigned. I refuse to work in the house where there is an alligator in the bathtub. I would have told you this before, but I did not think the matter would ever come up. It's like, um... When a cool... You have a cool tenant... And on the lease, you don't mention, hey, don't put an alligator in your tub, or else you can't live here. And then you don't know that, so you get an alligator, and you put it in your bathtub. And then, like every other tenant in the world, you don't replace the fucking batteries in the smoke detector. And your landlord, who lives above you, can hear it. So he goes down, and you find out that you are not kicked out for proper or improperly managing batteries in your smoke detector, but because of the alligator... That you thought was allotted in your lease to you. Thanks for pretty much exactly <laughs> summarizing what you just read I again. I want people to understand. <laughs> in almost the exact same way that it happened in the story. It's very insightful. Well, it didn't involve a maid. <laughs> so maybe, maybe listen. Oh, yeah, change, maybe if you'd practice it, you Changing should. maid into landlord really makes a difference. Maybe. 
Read another joke. A wealthy Canadian. This is on page 51. How case. wealthy? Oh, he... $1,000? I think he has a chef. He's got yeah, a chef? He's getting it. He's, he's, he's has enough money to pay for a personal chef because it's for an advertisement. So you're talking like $2,000 a month. A lot of money a month. A lot of Canadian okay. money a month. Okay, not America. Okay, Can I, he's, he's a rich Canadian. A wealthy Canadian advertised for a cook offering top wages, minimum working hours, and luxurious living quarters. Deluged with answers... She chose. She chose. So I, this might be sexy. So it was a dude. Yeah, I guess uh, I also thought it was a dude, and I guess women can be rich too. Only in Canada. Delu- I just assumed Delu- that if you're looking for a chef, you're a man, because otherwise, if that you would make your own food. You just, you just, because that's what you should be doing. Let me double down on this we really to, quick. <laughs> like, we are in 1974. Kitchen. Whenever we read these, <laughs> yeah, we we go back in time to 1974. Deluged with answers, she chose a woman from far out of town and scribbled off a note offering her the job. A few days later, came the reply: "Dear Madam, sorry to have to turn down your offer, but handwriting analysis is my hobby. And after, why were you applying to be a that's chef? That's a really weird hobby." I guess that's fair. You can be a chef into handwriting analysis. That is stupid. In my Wouldn't it be the other way around? You're a handwriting analyst who's kind of into cooking a little You'd bit. You'd think. <laughs> but handwriting analysis is my hobby, and after examining yours, my book tells me that you would be too hard of a person to work for. Thank you anyway. That's fair. Good one. Wait, so, that's the joke? Yeah. Whoa. She's, she's, she, apparently she has enough money to not learn how to write. And that joke doesn't even make sense, because women have really good handwriting. <laughs> So it was just, it actually probably is a dude, if it is bad handwriting. So we weren't being sexist, we were correct, but the joke's just lying. Last last joke of the, this is also on page. Of the evening. This is on page, yeah, on the morning of September 11th. What? <laughs> Why was that my follow-up? That's the only time I've ever heard people talk about the, when you say a mo- the morning of. It's always followed up with September it's 11th. It's never been the case. It's, are you fucking kidding me? Every time I've heard anybody say the morning of, it's always been followed with September 11th. Now I can't release this episode until <laughs> September 11th. Son of a bitch. An ad in the New Newark, Ohio Advocate. Wanted, experienced housekeeper, good wages, two in family, good referee, essential. Huh? That's like for domestic disputes where you're like, can I hit her? And the guy's like, do it. And then you're allowed to bunch your wife. No. Yeah, that's... No. It's an, you're uh-uh. an advocate oh. for winning arguments uh-uh. with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Or she can hit you. Huh. Let's not be... Yep. <laughs> Either or. Either or. I'll take that, that con- or. That can... If I can have either one. <laughs> the reading of September 11th. What... I just, I want to find a news article, any 9-11 documentary, if I type in the morning of, fuck you. That's just because, that's just recently searched. No, 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 no. <laughs> Only once a year, Fox News Channel shows the towers falling because it's important for America to remember. He had a stifle back a laugh there. <laughs> Did you hear that? Holy shit. Only once a year, Fox News Channel shows the towers falling because it's important for America <laughs> to remember. Whoever, whoever the reporter is here is a fucking, he fucking showed his hand. <laughs> I thought there'd be a lot of, uh, a lot of cool, cool stuff. Well, you better hurry up because this end episode's ending in uh, 15 seconds, so. <laughs> well, as we stand, 31 stories above the 9-11 memorial and this is What? No. That's not the right one. You got, you're running uh, out of time. I clicked on the same one. 9-11 rock. 
pictures for you right now. A tragic accident apparently has just happened in New York City. A plane <laughs> has crashed right into the world. This is actually live news. <laughs> the World Trade Center, of course, in New York's financial district, Twin Towers. Uh, oh, sometimes I wanted to know not about the accident, what district it was in. Idiots. That's the end. You ran out of time. No, I'm gonna be make really bad vegetable cookies without time or money. Yeah. The grass is much greener on the other side. This has been a ZHG production.